Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. And for Backstrom in the corner, getting worked over by Erickson Eck. And the puck remains in that scrum as the clock winds down through five seconds to go. Erickson Eck emerges from the scrum, and as he skates in behind the net, the Minnesota Wild come into the district and rally to defeat Washington by a final score of 4-2. to two. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. Minnesota slips by the Caps by a 4-2 final. The shuffle of the forwards continues, and Arizona up next tomorrow night in the desert. Good morning, everybody. Today is Wednesday, January 18th. Welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. Presented by Clear, the faster way in a Capital One arena. In the second of two games in as many nights last night, the Capitals saw two different one-goal lead slip away, falling to the Minnesota Wild, 4-2 to the final at Capital One Arena. Despite goals from Martin Ferravari and Dylan Strom, Washington falls in regulation for the 17th time this season against 24 wins and been a tough task to rally when the Wild were rested for this one and the Capitals very much were not. Ultimately, from the Capitals' perspective, defensively solid for the most part. Minnesota taking advantage of some long-distance shots with traffic in front of Charlie Lindgren that they were able to capitalize on. I think from the Capitals' side of things, it was tough to rally in the third period against a stingy Minnesota team. They came as advertised in that regard. They don't give up a lot of leads late in games, but the Caps, they did have two power play chances early in the third period. They were unable to convert four full minutes of power play time early in the third period. That was their chance and they really didn't generate too much on those power play chances and ultimately falling 4-2 against Minnesota. The forward lines, yeah, they continue to be a work in progress here in the second half. Nicholas Aubé-Cubell was a first-line right wing last night. Evgeny Kuznetsov was a fourth-line center. Anthony Mantha didn't play at all, scratched again. And Alexei Protus was spotted back in town last night in the press box. It appears he's heading west with the team today to Arizona. So he's another lineup possibility. For all the changes, the Capitals, though, still not seeing the offensive results that they were seeing in December. And they got to find it here as they start to wind in the second half of the season. Yeah, at five on five, even strength, still looking to generate more, more finish. The finish has certainly been lacking. The trio that has been impressive the past few games, again last night, more of the same. Backstrom, Wilson, Milano. Tom Wilson seems to be looking more and more like himself, thought he was again active and noticeable. And it's interesting, the, the insertion of Nicholas Obey-Cubell in the lineup last night, Peter Laviolette suggesting post-game, you look at the opponent, you look at the heavy type of game that the Minnesota Wild could potentially bring, and he suggested he wanted Nicholas Obey-Cubell, that energy to be in the game for that reason. That said, 
you're in the third period, you're down by a goal, you're trying to mount a comeback, you find yourself as a result double shifting Wilson, double shifting Oshie. It's not necessarily the time for Nicholas Obey-Cubell to be on the ice. And he wasn't late in regulation with the Capitals trying to mount a comeback. So he brings something, but to put him on a line with Ovechkin and Strom when he ultimately needed those guys to come up big, you know, we saw some tweaks in game, as to be expected, but certainly the lineup, it very much, it remains uh, a fluid situation. Mantha specifically now, a player making nearly $6 million this season. He has been scratched in three of the last five games. Still just nine goals on the season. He's talked to the media about being sat out. He was okay in the Philly game, not as noticeable in the Islander game. Tark El-Bashir said it here a couple of weeks ago, and I think it bears repeating this morning. Perhaps the biggest challenge for this coaching staff, Benny, right now is getting Mantha going. He's not. He needs to. As the Capitals go, they need a lot of their big guys, quote-unquote, to pull the load and to not have Mantha producing at the level they need for him not to be in the lineup. This is a problem here in the second half. Well, and that, that's it. You look at a game like last night, whether he would have been on that line with Ovechkin and Strom, not necessarily, but maybe Connor Sheary's back in that spot, and Mantha is more on that line with Eller and Oshie that we've seen in the past. The point being, then you don't necessarily have to juggle in-game. You don't have to double-shift guys, and you'd like to think Mantha, again, given that track record, given that resume, given that potential, all the things we've said before about a guy who has scored 20-plus goals in the NHL in the past, if you've got a 20-goal score, that should be a guy who you look to to contribute when the team is collectively not able to find that consistent finish at even strength, five-on-five, or even on the power play should an opportunity arise. But certainly they they could use more offensive finish, and you wonder if Anthony Mantha, when back in the lineup, could potentially contribute in that regard. On the subject of more offensive finish, the power play now 0 for 13 over the last six games. Going dry as much as the offense has over the last half dozen. Power play right there in lockstep. And there really wasn't a lot of penetration to the interior last night. There weren't a lot of second chances. That's another area that they got to clean up here as they head to Arizona, to Vegas, to Colorado. Going to see Toronto before long. We'll talk about the road trip in a minute. But these are not easy places to go when you need the power play to be able to bail you out sometimes. Yeah, especially, again, context as well. Not only has the power play been unable to find the back of the net of late in an 0 for 13 lull in the last six games. But again, you look at last night, you look at the context, you look at the game situation where a power play could really bring you back in the game, provide you momentum. It just didn't do that in any of the three power play chances they had last night. And to your point, the lack of the interior presence on the power play, the lack of chances in close. I also looked at a number of the power plays that the inability to gain the offensive zone. It took them a while, especially the number one unit, to gain the zone and to set up and get established and eat up so much time and energy trying to do just that. By the time you gain the zone, you've killed quite a bit of time where you were unable to fully take advantage of it. A good thing from last night, it was a banner night for Martin Ferravari in the loss. He scored in the first period. He assisted on Dylan Strom's goal in the second, and it was just the second multi-point game of Marty's career. So good on him. Even in a losing effort, that was one of his best games as an NHLer last night. Yeah, he looked good. In fact, even before he scored late in the first period, I thought in the first he had some jump. He was moving. He was keeping pucks in the offensive zone. I thought he was very solid and 
getting rewarded with a multi-point night. I think for Faravari last night, the trick was stay close to Ovechkin. Eventually, he'll get you the puck, and then you'll end up on the score sheet. Ovechkin as well, with a couple of assists last night. He had some jump, too, as he always does. But Ovechkin, I thought, was was finding his teammates very well, distributing the puck very well. Nice to see Faravari rewarded with that multi-point effort, a goal and the assist, and maybe something, too, he can carry over into the West Coast trip. So the road has been kind to the Capitals of late. They have won eight of their last nine. They have outscored the opposition 39-20. to 20. They will need to continue their winning ways away from D.C. Five of the next six leading up to the All-Star break are going to be away from home. The Capitals now, including the All-Star break, with just one home game in the next 25 days. And as we started to mention before, tough assignments coming in Vegas against the Pacific Division leaders, in Colorado against the defending Stanley Cup champs. This team has struggled in Arizona over the years, and you can't take the Coyotes lightly. Toronto is included in this run. The Capitals and the Maple Leafs coming up before the break. A lot of tough challenges ahead. The Capitals have got to win on the road in this stretch, or they might be in a little bit of trouble coming out of it. Yeah, no, tough challenges ahead and looking to build some consistency. They were unable to build off the win against the New York Islanders two nights ago just in terms of the result as they fell to Minnesota. But certainly as you head out on the road, not only the travel, not only the tough opposition, but also having to navigate now without the services of Nick Dowd for a bit is the terminology that we received from Peter Laviolette. Point being, they're going to be minus Nick Dowd for for some time here at Key Cog, certainly. So trying to navigate through a few different challenges as, again, they try to find that offensive productivity and consistency. It's the Capitals and the Arizona Coyotes tomorrow night at 9 from Mullet Arena in Tempe, Arizona. The first time the Capitals have ever played in Tempe. The small building going to lead off this road stretch. Hear it starting at 845 tomorrow night on 106.7 A Fan and Caps Radio 24-7. Heard at CapsRadio247.com. Ben, have yourself a wonderful Wednesday, will you? Happy Wednesday, John. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Cap! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.